can China teach the world a few things about education? In this episode, I share five areas every educator can learn from China. And number five can be difficult to hear, so stick around for that. Hi everyone, I'm Shane Leaning and welcome to Travel Ed, a podcast about education across countries and cultures. Today we'll explore a question that's piqued the curiosity of educators and policymakers alike. Can the world learn about what works in education from China? As a country with a population of over 1.4 billion people, China has one of the largest education systems in the world. And it's made pretty impressive progress in expanding its access to education and improving outcomes, with its students consistently ranking really high on international tests. So in this episode, I'm going to share five areas I think every educator can learn from China. But before we start, if you like the show, please like, subscribe, and help spread the word by giving a rating wherever you listen. So first, let's talk about traditional teaching methods. Now, while there's some diversity in teaching methods in China, traditional methods are still widely used. The focus on rote learning and memorization in China has been criticized by some, but it's also been credited with helping students develop strong foundational knowledge and skills. And while inquiry-based learning has been popular in many parts of the world, there is a growing international recognition of the importance of more teacher-centered learning with traditional memory recall techniques. If you're on Twitter, look at the uh, educators on there. There's huge discussion on a return to more traditional recall techniques. In other words, rote learning and memorization are often emphasized in China. And while this approach has its critics, it can be effective in helping those students get their foundational knowledge that they can later apply in more complex tasks. Secondly, China really does emphasize hard work and perseverance to foster a growth mindset. And although the concept, I guess, a growth mindset is not referred to as such in China, the emphasis on hard work and perseverance is a key component of the system there. And teachers and parents have really high expectations for students and provide a lot of scaffolding to meet those high expectations. Now, this Approach, in my opinion, creates a culture of hard work and determination that can be super valuable for students in other areas of their lives. Thirdly is parental involvement in China. It's really high. Parents in China are often really highly engaged in their children's education, and they really demand to see progress. You speak to any teacher out in China, and they'll tell you that the parent expectations are pretty high. Now, while it can be a double-edged sword, It does also create that strong sense of community and support for students. And there's a really strong cultural emphasis on education. And parents are really willing to invest a great deal of time and resources into their children's education. And additionally, there's an emphasis on respect for authority and elders, which can translate into a strong culture of respect in the classroom, creating a positive and a productive learning environment. Now, number four is that China prioritizes professional development to improve the teaching practice. Now, I've seen this firsthand with a lot of teachers who I I speak to, especially national teachers in China. Teachers in China often teach fewer hours than their counterparts in other countries, and this allows them to spend more time on planning, marking, and professional development. And there really is a thriving PD community in China. And it's organized usually in local districts. So local districts organize training and support 
based on their geographical proximity. So lots of schools and clusters working together. This uh, kind of approach is different to a lot of international schools, for example, that are spread out, or even kind of those local private style academies in countries like the UK that have links to other schools, but are not necessarily nearby, which means you don't, in reality, get to exploit a regular professional development culture between schools. Now, fifth and finally, and somewhat uh, scary for some to, to handle, I, I admit, is that China does encourage learning from other education systems in order to gain new insight and improve student outcomes in China. It's something that China has done forever. They're constantly looking outwards and trying to learn from other cultures. And if you're really interested in this, my chat last week with Julian Fisher, we really delved in and explored some of how China does that. Now, while China has a strong education system, as we've just described, it does recognize the value of learning from other countries and systems. Chinese educators are often sent abroad for training and for professional development. And they're also encouraged to collaborate with educators from other countries and bring those new ideas and techniques back to China. That's what's controversial for many. People see this as, what is it? China going out and, and, and spying on other cultures. China not creating from themselves. But actually, if you look at it another way, China are outward facing, looking to the rest of the world and learning for what works best for them. And by embracing this culture of continuous learning and improvement, China is able to stay at the forefront of education and ensure that its students have access to the best possible learning outcomes. Now, it's worth noting that, you know, while China's education system have many strengths, it also has its challenges. We've talked about this in the last episode. For example, there might be perceived by some as a lack of creativity and innovations in some classrooms. And some students might struggle with mental health issues related to academic pressure. By learning, though, from both the strengths and the weaknesses in China's system, I really believe that educators can gain new insights and ideas on how to create more effective and more supportive learning environments. If you haven't already, you can find out more about the education in China by listening to the last episode where I chatted with Julian Fisher. Traveled is hosted and produced by me, Shane Leamy. Original music by Guillermo Silva. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and help spread the word by giving a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow along and join the conversation on social media using the links in the show notes. I'll see you next time.